What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Alrighty, welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They are an incredibly talented and successful model, and I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, Xavier Walker. Hey, what's up, how you doing? I am doing so well. How are you? Thank you so much for being here. Um, thanks for having me. Um, I'm really good, actually. Um, the nice, I don't know, I'm just feeling good. <laughs> I'm just feeling good. That is awesome. I love to hear it. On a scale of one to 10, how mm-hmm. happy is Xavier today? Well, I woke up, so I'm going to say a 10. Like, I'm still alive, I'm still living. So yeah, I'm going to say a 10. Beautiful. I love that outlook. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to from 2023? Honestly, for me personally, like what I would normally do, I would normally tell what I'm doing and then I would always jinx myself. Um, So right now, I'm looking forward to all the projects I'm working on, which I won't say just because I want to jinx myself. But uh, I learned from the mistakes I made in the past. But for 2023, there's a lot happening. Um, People just got to stay tuned just to see what's happening. Like there's a lot, like there's a lot more coming. Congratulations, that's awesome. I appreciate it. Absolutely. What did you most look forward to leaving behind in 2022? Negative people, for sure. People that do not need to be in your space. Um, That's the one thing I'm not gonna miss. Uh, Leveling up, I won't miss the level I was before. I'm, I'm gonna miss, I'm not gonna miss the level I was at before because I keep going up. So I'm not going to miss that either. Um, I think that's basically it, just living up, not being the same level I was in the past, our last year, and just cutting off people who doesn't need to be in your circle. For sure, that's incredible. Yeah. For the people who don't know, introduce yourself to my audience and let us know who is Xavier Walker. Uh, so, what people don't know, I'm literally a country where from Jamaica. I'm literally from the country. Um, I was born in Kingston, as which everybody else born in Kingston. God, that's where everybody went go to go give birth. Um, I grew up in Kingston for like, until like five or four years. Until I was like five or four year old. Then my mom left. I went to the Bahamas to go, like, you know, work and try to make money to support her family. So I was living in the country with my grandmother. 
So I was grew up where like I go to the farm in terms of goats and chickens and like um, the feel in terms of like planting yams and stuff like that. So it's like I'm literally a country country boy. I never liked it because I'm like I'm too silly for this, <laughs> but I did it anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm a really country boy. I'm very humble. I would check you if I need to. I would read my resume to you if you need to. I think you're like acting better than people and like you're better than somebody. But in reality, I'm just a humble person. I like to help people, which sometimes you can't help everybody. And I still, I know I can't, but I still try. And I think that sums up just me. I'm a country boy from Jamaica, moved to the city. Moved to my, well, I moved to Miami when I moved from Jamaica, actually. And Miami was just not given for me. It was a bit too slow. And then I moved to New York. And that's where the doors were open. Like, doors of possibility was open while I was in New York. Nice. Yeah. How, did, how does your hometown influence the person that you are today? My hometown doesn't, honestly, has no influence, like, to be honest with you, because where I'm from in Jamaica is a very small community. Um, I don't think we have over 3,000 people living in that community. It's a very small community, but where everything came from in terms of coming to fashion was... First, I wanted to be a lawyer, to be honest. I was I wanted to be a lawyer, but my grandma told me I was not that bright, so I should not be a lawyer. And so I was going to school, and my English teacher, um, she was like, hey, I think you should go try for this agency in Kingston and see if you can model. I'm like, no, my grandma says a lazy man's job, so I'm not going to do it. Anyway, long story short, I'm like, you know what, hell with it. Let me just go audition. So I went to my be- two best friends at the time. Well, the rest of the best friends. So I went to my two best friends. And when we, when I went, we all got picked. And then we started, but I pushed more than them because they were going to university. I was still in high school. I was like, I'm my last year in high school. They were like their first year in university. And I pushed more because I had a little more free time and I liked it. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to do this. That is incredible. Yeah. So outside of your grandmother, how much were your modeling dreams nurtured versus you having to be your own cheerleader? The honest model was never a dream of mine. Um, it's something that just happened and then become a passion. And then by keep on doing it, like meeting all these incredible people, like meeting all these, these designers to see how much they put in the work to like create that garment for you to bring to life on the runway. And also inspire me. I'm like, oh my God, this is this is really me having somebody's life wearing their life, actually. Because this is their dream, this is their determination, and they want, they trust me enough to go down the runway or to do a photo shoot with it or commercial, whatever the case that's I'm doing with that garment. They trust me enough to sell it for them so that the, 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 the consumer can buy it. So by me doing that and just seeing how passionate people is about their craft in terms of photographer, designers, creative directors, like all that stuff, like it, it it just like, I guess, blossomed something inside of me like, oh, I want to do this. So besides me being my own cheerleader, I didn't have no people to be my cheerleader. No other people like, oh my God, keep doing it. Because yeah, but back in the day, like you didn't care, like, oh, stop doing it. It's not going to do nothing for you. But I had to push myself. And I think one of the reasons why I push myself as well is because when I hear all the negativity from other people say, oh, stop, you're not going to go nowhere. That's not a career. You can't do anything with it. It gives me that fuel to push even more. To, sh- to prove them wrong. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Talk to me about the moment that you knew you were talented in modeling. I think the moment, my aha moment was my first go see 
here in New York with Fila. I don't remember that brand Fila. They're still mm-hmm. around, but it was popular back in the days. And when I went there on the way how they were like, oh my God, you like the way that how I did an audition room and how they give me like good feedback. I'm like, oh, I think I can do this. But the aha moment was when I went working Michael Core with um Bella Hadid. I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm working with Bella Hadid right now. Like, is this really happening? So that was my aha moment. And then after because normally I was in the background. So normally background people, you don't get credit. So right. for the fact that I was able to get credit on this site called models.com, which is where all the who's who's at. So when I, I get that credit, I'm like, oh my God, Megacore just gave me credit. And I wasn't even seen in the picture. I was just like a background model. So for the fact that he gave me credit and that gave me a status on the website, which that's what you need. Like everybody who's on there needs a status. And I became verifiedmodels.com. So that was like, okay, you're here, you're arrived. You have to keep pushing because the work is just getting started. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Talk to me about if there were any models, once you got into the industry, were there any models that you looked up to as muses or inspirations? I'm going to say that the norm, which most models say anyway, which is that probably Naomi Banks, um, Naomi Naomi Campbell, Tyra Banks, and um, Tyson Bergford. The reason I go to Tyson Bergford is because he's also Jamaican. And I met mm-hmm. him in Jamaica before when he came for like, we have a fashion show in Jamaica and he came for that show. That's a big show for us. And he came to support and um, it was just cool. Like, even though you probably thought it was faking it because it's around people say so I have to put on a, a show. But regardless, I think putting on the fake side because it's around crowd, I still like what I saw and I like what he was saying and what he was doing. So I looked up to him um, as what he was doing. So is Naomi Campbell, so is Tara Banks. But as really like other models who are wrong individually who I know there was none. Nice. Yeah. Talk to me about your current thoughts on the fashion industry. It's so funny you say that because the other day Law Roach make a, a post about his resigning and um because of the politics and this and that. Which is so funny because that same day, like a few hours before, I was talking to my if if not the same day, the night or whatever. I was talking to my friend about the same situation where I'm like, there's a lot of us out there trying to push for higher heights. And most of these casting directors are people who, who have power in the fashion industry do not want to book or cast you just because you probably don't come from a rich background or you don't have a rich family. Like it's always, as Laura said, there's a lot of politics in it and I see it for myself. And because I'm not just a model anymore, I'm also an agent. So I'm not trying to get other models book for a job. So, and I'm, I'm and I'm showcasing my my craft to all these major hosts you can think of. So it's not I won't call a name, but all these major hosts are seeing our emails, you know, our model package, see what we have, see what we can offer, and they just probably go to if you're, for example, you're them are friends, they probably just come to you because you you guys are buddies and just work with your models and regardless. And do I don't it's, it's just a little it's a lot of politics for real. And it sucks because they have models who are talented. Not even put myself like somebody who's probably like ahead of the game of me, like say I'm really ahead. You have talented models out there who they don't even highlight, but they will highlight that one black girl or that one black boy just because their mommy or their daddy is somebody. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that part's up. I totally feel you on that. So with you transitioning into a new phase in your career, going from model to agent, what are the, some of the things that you're looking 
looking to change in the way that you book models in the industry? How do you want to change the industry in this new path in your career? Well, the good thing is agency because I'm still a model. I'm not, I don't, I don't stop modeling. I'm still modeling. But the agency, mm-hmm. um, EMG models, one thing I like about them is the fact that they look for traditional models, yes, but not all the models are traditional. So whenever we're sending like an email to like a client, we give you traditional models, yes, but we also try to incorporate everyday people, in other words, like people who's not um, six feet, people who are not like, oh, a size zero. Like we try to like incorporate our people like, hey, introduce a new face. This is what they can do. It's what they've done before. So we're trying to like push, operate the, the barrier of what industry, industry is supposed to be. Because at the end of the day, come on, we are, if you put a size zero on the runway every day, in reality, the customer, they're not always size zero. So you put um, a female in a size zero dress and a lady who's probably like a size 14 who says, oh my God, I like this dress, but it's not for me because obviously look at who they used to market in the dress. You understand? Um, so we're trying to like see what my agency and I feel the agency as well is trying to like break the standard of like not only size zero girls wear dress and in reality these people you have modern the dress to the younger audience the younger audience ain't buying these clothes is the older audience mm. so so it is a lot going into it and as a I come up to politics but I can only say that part because I don't want to get sued <laughs> for sure absolutely yeah. as coming from coming from the experience of being being a model and still working as a model when you are casting what do you look for in a model personally it depends on what i'm casting for for example if i'm doing a runway show mm-hmm. please don't come to me and walk in like you're going down the hill in the heels and you have to bend your knee and like take your time like i it it annoys me it annoys me don't come to a casting room with a lot of jewelry a lot of makeup um, like you're going to the club. I'm like, that's that annoys me because if you're a model, like I was ever do their homework. When I first moved to New York, I never have no friends. Google was my best friend. Google is what I did, what I used to like, what to do, what not to do, where to go for castings. Google was everything to me until I started going to castings, started talking to people, then they started sharing stuff with me. And one thing models me to know, like when you're going to a casting, especially for a runway show, do not wear any sort of makeup. If you're going to wear makeup, make it very, very light because at the end of the day, we want to see you for who you are because if you put that makeup on your skin, we're not going to recognize you. We're going to look at the beauty that the makeup. I'm not saying you're not beautiful, but the be- your the makeup enhances your beauty. We don't want that. We want to see you in your natural, beautiful state. And what if when you put on something on you, then we put on a garment on you, the makeup comes off on the garment. So they go, you spoil the garment. We have to go directly in the garment. So that's the next expense. Um, I would just tell models like always do your homework. Do not wear no boots. Wear your stiletus. Stiletus heel for female. All black if necessary. If you don't have all black, a blue jeans, pants, white t-shirt is still okay. Uh, as I said, light makeup, minimum jewelry for the males. Make sure you're properly groomed. Um, hygiene is key because I see a few models will come for castings and I'm like, I don't know where you came from, but you could not be your house. Where you take a good good shower and come. Um, do not wear no cologne because obviously if you want to get fitted then the cologne's going to pop on the clothes but just make sure you have like that deodorant where that's spray on deodorant or that invisible deodorant where you apply your, your deodorant and it doesn't come up on the clothes or anything so it, it's a lot but models don't read models don't research because even with my models like most of them send an email so like certain for simple stuff and they're answering the email that can accept that they want to be accepted to be a part of this submission 
but yet yeah, still they don't give me the material I need to to submit them. So I'm like, do does people read nowadays? Mm. So reading is key, and and not everything you, you have to run to your agent to ask. If you don't know, not saying you can't ask them, but at least research first, and then ask for clarity or ask if this is correct. But when I'm casting for models, I cast for I, I look for a lot of different stuff. To be honest, it depends on the project. But when it comes to runway, because I cast for runway even more, because mm-hmm. um, when in my job as a booker, you as a, the, the 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 client will tell me what you need, and then it easy. My job is more easier because then I can just look at see what happened my system and send you a package with that. But when I'm doing an in-person casting for fashion show. I have to make sure you fit the size of the designer clothes. That's number one. Um, make sure you can walk. That's number two. I make sure you have a specific look because yes, you may be able to walk, but you may not have the look that fits the clothes. Right. Or, or bring the vision of what a designer was trying to bring to life. But you have a dope walk, but you just don't have a specific look. And it's perfectly fine because sometimes I don't have the look all the time. And before I got signed, I was like, they were like, no, you don't have the look we're looking for. Thank you so much. And then I went back a year later and they're like, okay, we sign you now. So it all depends on the season. So if you come to me in say January and it's February's fashion week time, you may not have the look I'm looking for, okay, but we don't have the high fashion look. So we won't, we probably won't sign you. But like after February, if you come back cause it's commercial season and you have the commercial look, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take you because that's where the money is at. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So basically, so basically, to sum that up, you look for well-informed and well-researched models. Yeah, you need to know the brand you're walking, you're coming to audition for, if it's a cast. And, and if you don't follow the brand, because one thing we're using nowadays, or everybody's using nowadays, is social media. If you're going to come and cast on me to walk for a runway show and you don't even follow the brand, we're not even going to pick you. Because we're like, you don't follow us, so probably you just came because you heard about the casting. Um, if we ask you questions, if you come and ask us too much questions, about the brand, I mean, you never did your homework. And the, the clients, and trust me, I did a fashion week casting um, the other day, and the designer was like, oh, let me go on her Instagram page to see her lifestyle. So they also use your lifestyle on Instagram to judge, to put you in their show. So based on how you live, and if you're one of those person where you're always going to parties, well, party, not really a party, but if you're ever outrageous, um, doing other smoking or whatever the case, and being posted on social media, to be honest, they won't book you because they're like, we don't want you to represent our brand. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, because I have designer who, who for last year, well, last question that just passed, who went on social media and said, oh, the model didn't follow me, we're not going to book her, let's do somebody else. So when you do an application form, I said, what's your social media? Can we go back and check and hope your page ain't private, because if it's private, we ain't going to book you. Mm. So yeah. I dig that. As a model yourself, do you prefer the set or, or the runway? And it's for the runway. The set is too much work. <laughs> the setup is too much work. <laughs> uh, um, um, oh, you mean set as in like, like still production, like shooting, like portrait or whatever the case may be? Mm-hmm. Okay. Honestly, I prefer both. When it says set, I think in like creative wise. Um, I prefer both. Um, just because it's set, you, you, you get to spend more time on set and take your time and create what is a photo shoot to take your time and make the shoot like find a specific picture like you take your time with the set to create or find that image or develop whatever you're looking for it comes on the runway it's like you spend days like waiting anticipating anticipating the time and everything and then you go on the runway probably spend like five seconds and then that's it you're done go home 
Right. So it's that run is a little bit more shorter, but I love both. But if I, I would pick the set more because I, and I make more money from the set. So yeah, I'm gonna pick the set. <laughs> Perfect sense. Yeah. Where do you want the fashion industry to ultimately take you? And it's actually taking me there already. I'm not even going to front about it. Um, it's taking me there already where I didn't know I would be at this position already. I think I have to wait like a year or more. Because as I said, I want to be a, a casting director. I want to also be able to book models for, for jobs. So in, in hopes that I'm my own agency someday. So right now I'm getting all these opportunities to like cast them for people's show being a part of a model agency where I can sign models, I can get models booked for a job if it's fit specifics. So it's taking me on the path that I want to be in right now. So I'm on the path that I want to be in. I absolutely love that for you. And it wasn't easy, but it's, and it's still ain't easy, but we're still pushing. Of course. What's been your proudest moment in the fashion industry so far? It has come from me being a booker when my first big book was American Horror Story for the promo model. Like one of my girls was the promo model for American Horror Story um, for last year's show. Uh, it, it, was, it was really, really good. I'm like, oh my God. And I didn't know it was even American, American Horror Story. They're offering good money. I'm like, oh, this model's gonna be eating good right now, which I'm gonna get, get a good commission too. But I'm like, this model's gonna eat good. And then when they sent me the contract and I was reading it through, I'm like, did this say American Horror Story? Like I have to read it like, three times just to make sure I wasn't bugging. I'm like, oh my God. And that was my first time as a booker. And I, and I was on probation. So the agency was like, okay, I approached agencies of being a booker and they're like, okay, um, let's see what you can do. And uh, we're going to give them on probation. If nothing, if you don't book anything with a month, then unfortunately you just got to remain on the board as a model. You can't be an agent with us because you can't book models. I was like, sure, no problem. And I hit up somebody I know. I'm like, hey, I'm not with this agency as a booker. Do you have any castings? I can send a model package for you go through and whatever. They're like, oh my God, yes. Um, Give me until a few days I send back to you. So I didn't hear from them for like three days. I emailed them. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just about to email And they literally just emailed me for real. And I'm like, okay, perfect. And I sent in the perfect girl. They're like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I was so, so happy. Like, And then after that, it was like American Horror Story. It was in Macy's. It was in Starbucks. It was in fashion shows. So it's like... I'm proud that I can actually help somebody who feel like they don't have a voice for themselves. Because whenever the agency, to be honest, we have a lot of models and we want to focus on money makers. So what I what I do differently is like I try to include everybody, but sometimes I can't include everybody because if you don't have the material like you put, like you don't have the images, I can't submit to you. Right. So yeah. Makes perfect sense. It, so it does what some of the models don't understand they probably think oh you're playing favorite you're playing this but when they ask you what do you think we need to need to do and i'm like yeah de develop your portfolio give me more pictures give me this give me that give me whatever they're like okay cool i got you it'll be a year or two afterwards and you still didn't receive nothing mm. so yeah what's been your favorite job as a model so far my favorite job uh, honestly, I, I can't even narrow it down to one specific job, to be honest. I honestly truly can't. Like, I really can't pick a favorite because I, I really actually like, like it all. Mm -hmm. I, I, would say probably, I would say probably Target. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably say Target. Like, I've done 
stuff but like with target like everybody goes on target.com to go buy stuff so it's like um when for example last this last black history month i was one of the facebook black history month and then a few of my co-workers friends whatever like they're like oh my god i'm here shopping and look who pop up so i think that would be one of my favorite just because a lot of people go there consistently to go shop and they see you so that's that's a good yeah that was a good feeling i love that yeah so what about the hardest job for you to get through the hardest 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 let me see honestly i never had a difficulty because at the end of the day hardest uh, i don't know uh, i probably say calvin klein calvin klein was on the hardest job which i didn't book it anyway um i did uh, yes calvin klein i would say calvin klein um because i did like we had a zoom call because most of the time people do like call boxes versus in, in Zoom instead of like renting a space or whatever the case is because it's more cost like it saved more money so we had a call back on Zoom and I thought I killed it but I'm like but the guy was like you, I could read his face he was giving like a poker face type and he was just like drilling like a drill torch and I'm like what's going on I started to sweat I'm like what the hell is happening um, <laughs> but I, I, I was happy enough to go there and have myself being seen in a sense, I'm like, at the end of the day, he, he probably went for something else, probably, but just not this specific job. They, it was a callback to see. They're like, okay, we like your look. Let's let's have a callback to see what's going to happen. I know with callback, is, it's not a must you book the job, but I was happy I was able to get a callback because that showed that you have something that you're looking for. Probably just not this time around. I got you. Yeah. How do you think the industry has evolved since you've been a part of it? Um, is is honestly from yeah from I started modeling or get more in depth in modeling professionally. It has evolved from what it was back in the day. So different in terms of like now my people is not booking models. Like most time I watch fashion shows, I'm booking influencers who can't walk just because they want these influencers to come and post and you know get their followers to see the brand and what the case may be. That part is a bit of a turn off for me to be honest with you because you have other people who invest their time and their their finances into this to build themselves to you know have you book them whatever but then you look over them because they don't have a 10k follower or 20k or a thousand followers so because they only have like a thousand or they only have 200 you don't book them because to you they're nobody so if you ever go book the influencers who can't walk who make a mockery in your clothes just because they want them to post about you so that part i don't like and it's time because i say you have people who train go to go to model school to, to get to do is it, like to them it's like a, you can't tell us that a job is a job you understand and you don't look on them so that part i don't like because i'm like you, the fashion industry is not coming about numbers for most brand that is they're not coming about like even that fashion show happened in miami recently i won't call the name because i still like the brand um mm-hmm. when i watch the show they have models in the shows yes but it's a lot of influencers a lot of um people who are not models like it, it was i'm like what's going on here i see i was watching the show i'm like wait this girl is walking and they're she's running from the water i'm like what the heck? i'm like i'm like you know what i guess it is what it is it is like we still can't try our best to change it but at the end of the day um if we don't come together as a union then it is going to remain the same i totally understand but one thing I do like though is like back then they didn't care about people's feelings, which they don't they don't really care hundred and ten percent now. But it's like where they're going with is like your feelings matter more than ever. 
meaning because I see some people talking to people like, oh, you don't work here, you're ugly, whatever, like back then. But no, if you said to somebody, you can't get in trouble, which I do like that because I'm like, it doesn't pay to be a bitch. So I like find that they're more taking, they're more like, you know, more nicer towards people than before. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. So at this point, now that you've had all of this success and you've gone through this entire industry, thinking back on it, if you didn't end up being in the fa- being in the fashion industry, what do you think you would end up doing? Honestly, that part I don't know. I ask myself that. I'll, I, honestly, that question I, I ask myself a lot. I'm like, if it was for money, what hell? What the hell would I be doing? If I was in America, what I, what would I be doing in Jamaica? And the answer is, I really don't know. Like, honest to God, don't know. And I guess I don't try to think about it too much because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to dwell on something that's a what if because I'm living my possibility right now. So I'm like, let me not focus on what if. Let me just focus on what's happening and where I want to go because of the opportunity I get to be in this industry. That makes perfect sense. What's yeah. the biggest... Sorry. What's the biggest misconception about today's model? Um, honestly, I, I, I'm not going to... Honestly, I'm going to say I don't know, to be honest, because... I never really hear anybody saying anything. I'm probably if they're talking about it, I probably just I probably like tune people or something because I tune people a lot. <laughs> so I don't even know. I really don't know what's what's the saying nowadays. To be honest, I really don't know. I know back then they were like models are dumb, models don't go to school, models are educated. But yeah, models are doctors, who are lawyers, or police, who are social workers, or a lot more. So it's like the modern industry is not what it was before. Like oh, you gotta be a dumb dumb bimbo in other words but no we ain't dumb we're smart we're smarter now than before absolutely but I don't I don't know what you're saying about it now too. I really don't know what, what the end thing is I, I don't know I need to go research that <laughs> I, really I, research I would that. love to know what you find out yeah definitely do you think you found yourself yet in terms of um what instinctually comes to mind when I ask you that question? And just go with that. Okay, because okay, I'm thinking, here's a question. If I'm, let me not say fashion, like individually. I I would say yes, I find, I find, I find who Xavier is. Like, I know who I, know who I am. Mm-hmm. I know what I want to do. I know where I want to go. Um, but besides, you know, stumbling blocks in a way, because nothing is perfect. Nothing's peaches and cream. Um, sure. But yeah, I... I I do know who I am. I, yeah, I've, I've found who I am. I've arrived. I have I arrived. Love, yeah. I absolutely love that. I'm going to always come against it because of this country. I was able to like live my truth, like to be me because back home, you have to return a persona like somebody who you're not. So coming here, um, humbling myself because I used to have a serious anger issue. Um, and I used to fight. I used to love to fight. Like, if, like with a woman, I would curse the woman. But with a man, <clears throat> I would just like stop fighting you. Um, but coming here is like it teaches you like to humble yourself like relax control that anger and then therapy works therapy really really works Um, so this country really really changed my life a lot especially being in New York New York specifically Um, because back in Miami when I first moved here it was just not giving like I was unhappy I was still around family still not living myself 
And I'm like, no, I can't do this. But come to New York, I'm like, I don't give a hell. Can I, cur- I don't, I can't curse. <laughs> I don't give a Absolutely. I don't give a hell what my family think about me. If they know I'm gay, they don't know. I don't care. But they, they know it's not a secret. Like, I'm not walking around telling everybody, but I'm like, listen, this is me. If you don't want you, you're lucky. And due to the fact that I'm now in the fashion industry and building a name for myself, you know, and your, your pictures are circulating the internet, I'm at a stage where I don't give a fuck what you want to say. Um, this is me. And yeah. And keep it moving that's beautiful what does the person that you've become today tell the model that just stepped in just stepped into miami or just arrived in america what do you tell your younger self in retrospect knowing all you know now i would tell my, myself just arriving keep doing what you're doing i won't change anything because to me you change your past and me change your future i would say don't change anything keep doing what you're doing and just keep pushing even harder because nobody's going to push for you until nobody's going to push for you you got to push for you regardless regardless of you have an agency you have a whatever you have you have to push for yourself because the agency can only do so much percentage of the work for you you got to put in your rest of the percent you understand and just be mindful of who you call friends or family because not everybody deserves to be in your circle and just perfect. be mindful of the fake one coming in when they start leveling up. Okay, then you're gonna I'm like, oh my god, I haven't seen this. Have a drink. I'm like, no, I'm not that thirsty today. So okay, I drink some water. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. Is there anything that you'd like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover over the course of our conversation today? Sure. Um, I would just tell people like, as I said, money wasn't ever a dream of mine. It's just something that happened. I'm. Became- something I'm very passionate about right now so I would tell people like if you're passionate about something if you have a dream go for it like no matter what what is modeling what is artistry um, whatever the case may be that you're passionate about that you have a dream about push for it because at the end of the day people will not see your vision I probably see what you're looking at and they try to bring you down and like hey that's not for you go get a regular job go be a cop go be a doctor go be a lo-. like do what you want to do at the end of the day you live for you you don't live for your family, you don't live for your friends. Because at the end of the day, when you die, you die alone. And when they die, they die alone. So you're not living for them, obviously. You live for you. So push for success by doing what you need to do to be successful. Not, not what the world or your family or your friends want you to do. Perfect. My yeah. last my last question for you before I release you back into the wild. <laughs> <laughs> is where can we find you and all of the things that you'd like to promote? Um, so uh, you can find me on social media, of course, on Instagram at I am Xavier Walker. Uh, TikTok is the same, which I don't really do much on TikTok. It's like some stupid stuff. <laughs> TikTok is the same. Um, Facebook is the same because I just make a new Facebook account because my last account got hacked. Mm. And I think that's, but Instagram is where I find me more at xavier.com at i am xavier walker and then if people are interested in being a model and want to apply to be a model by all means they can go on our agency website it's called emg models and do the application there if you have an issue with the website you can always send us an email at info at emgmodels.com and we'll look at it and we'll respond to you if you know if we find you a good fit and also check out the heights season two is coming soon check out the heights season two absolutely love that and on that note children that has been our show 
I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation. And I want to extend an extra special thank you to my guest, Xavier Walker, for blessing the podcast today. I thank appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great day, everybody. You as well. I appreciate it. Come back anytime. It was such a blessing. Hit me up. You already have my info, so hit me up. <laughs> Absolutely. I sure will. All right. No problem. <laughs> and with that being said, I want to remind all of you guys out there to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love all of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message. Be useful, but not used. And misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys. What's going on, everybody? Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.